0: By now you've heard the news. Cardinal Pell has been acquitted of the crimes that are so monstrous that I can't name them here. There's virtually no possibility that you didn't hear the news by now, but I'll present the story for you anyway. Full disclosure, I was skeptical of the charges against him from the moment I read how the crime was alleged to have taken place. In fact, anyone who, like myself, assisted at the altar in the new Mass for any length of time and had even assisted at a cathedral mass for the new mass, was skeptical because the account as presented by the prosecution did not make any sense whatsoever. In fact, if you've assisted at the altar in the traditional Latin mass, the same rule applies. So, from nearly the beginning, I was skeptical of the case. I have a link to my original video on the Cardinal Pell case from a year ago if you want to see my reasoning laid out. My opinion of this conviction and his innocence has nothing to do with his past role in his investigating and involvement in the Church's handling in the past for similar crimes. I am definitely aware of the baggage there. That's a topic for another time. Let's get into the acquittal. Late in the day on April 6th, or early on April 7th in Australia, Cardinal Pell was acquitted of the crimes he was accused and convicted of. Let's go to a mainstream Catholic media outlet for the report. From the Catholic News Agency Quote After an ordeal that began nearly four years ago and more than thirteen months of imprisonment, Cardinal George Pell is expected to be released from prison imminently after his conviction for five alleged counts of <coughs> McCarrick style crimes. I had to change that for this platform, was overturned unanimously Tuesday by Australia's High Court. Pell is expected to be released from prison within two hours. The court ordered that the appellant's convictions be, be quashed and judgments of acquittal be entered in their place, in its April 7th decision. The High Court found that the jury, acting rationally on the whole of the evidence, ought to have entertained a doubt as to the applicant's guilt with respect to each of the offenses for which he was convicted, and ordered that the convictions be quashed and that verdicts of acquittal be entered in their place, the Court said in the judgment summary, April 7th. After a March hearing at the High Court in Canberra, where Pell was not permitted to attend, the Cardinal will soon be released from H.M. Prison Barwon, a maximum security facility south of Melbourne. Pell is expected to celebrate with a private mass of Thanksgiving, the first he will celebrate since his incarceration in February 2019. End lengthy quote. It is telling that his first major act, after being freed, was to say a private mass of Thanksgiving. The desire to say a mass of Thanksgiving as the first major act after being released, is not something that a criminal would do. Not someone accused of the crimes he was accused of. I'd imagine that he went to confession first, unless he had a priest visiting him regularly while in prison, which may or may not have been the case. And no, that's not me implying his guilt with that statement, for the record. I'd imagine that after 14 months in jail without access to the sacrament of penance, he'd want to access that one immediately. I know I would. But the decision here is what is at issue. Let's look at the reasoning behind the Australian High Court's decision. First, the High Court ruled that the Appellate Court, which heard Pell's last appeal, quote, failed to engage the question of whether there remained a reasonable possibility that the offending had, take, had not taken place, such that there ought to have been a reasonable doubt as to the applicant's guilt. In other words, the Appellate Court failed to engage with the question that Appellate Courts typically engage with namely, is there a reasonable doubt that the crime took place to begin with? Remember, the standard of justice is the presumption of innocence until proven guilty, and that standard goes back at least to the Inquisition. But the High Court goes further. Of the jury, they say the following, The court held that on the assumption that the jury had assessed the complainant's evidence as thoroughly credible and reliable. The evidence of the opportunity witnesses nonetheless required the jury, acting rationally, to have entertained a reasonable doubt as to the applicant's guilt in relation to the offenses involved in both Alleged incidents, the judgment summary explained. In other words, the testament given against Pell wasn't even remotely credible, which anyone could see for themselves who wants to see the innocent go free and those guilty of these heinous crimes get severely punished. But why did the jury convict on obviously flimsy evidence? I'll get to that in a moment. Finally, the High Court said of evidence and circumstances for the alleged crime itself quote, The unchallenged evidence of the opportunity witness. Was inconsistent with the complainant's account and described 1. the applicant's practice of greeting congregants on or near the cathedral steps after Sunday Solemn Mass, 2. the established and historical Catholic Church practice that required that the applicant, as an archbishop, always be accompanied when robed in the cathedral, and 3. the continuous traffic in and out of the priest's sacristy for 10 to 15 minutes after the conclusion of the procession that ended Sunday Solemn Mass. In other words, the timing of the alleged crime is ludicrous, given what happens during a Mass and after, with the number of people who typically are in the sacristy in the minutes after the Mass is said, and the fact that a priest is never alone in those minutes after the Mass. The accusation sounds like it was made by someone with only a passing knowledge of a Catholic Church, and the way a Mass is said and the dynamics involved, especially for those involved with assisting the priest. Now, before I get to the statement Cardinal Pell released, because he released one, it's worth noting how the jury came to the decision it made. The opinion makers in Australia have been waging a war against Pell for years, and when these accusations came to light, he was convicted by the opinion makers on every television and in every print publication in the country long before the jury convicted him. If That sounds familiar for some things we've seen in the United States, and lately, it should. The state of the opinion makers around the Western world is the worst it's ever been, which is why people turn to places like YouTube now for alternative sources of information. That's just the plain truth. But enough of that. Finally, I'm going to end here with a statement from Cardinal Pelham's self. This is his official statement, which Edward Penton of the National Catholic Register shared on Twitter. Quote, Statement from Cardinal George Pell. I have consistently maintained my innocence while suffering from a serious injustice. This has been remedied today with the High Court's unanimous decision. I look forward to reading the judgment and reasons for their decision in detail. I hold no ill will to my accuser. I do not want my acquittal to add to the hurt and bitterness so many feel. There is certainly hurt and bitterness enough. However, my trial was not a referendum on the Catholic Church nor a referendum on how church authorities in Australia dealt with the crime that I was accused of in the church. The point was whether I had committed these awful crimes, and I did not. The only basis for long-term healing is truth, and the only basis for justice is truth, because justice means truth for all. A special thanks for all the prayers and thousands of letters of support. I want to thank in particular my family for their love and support and what they had to go through my small team of advisors, those who spoke up for me and suffered as a result, and all my friends and supporters here and overseas. Also, my deepest thanks and gratitude to my entire legal team for their unwavering resolve to see justice prevail, to throw light on manufactured obscurity, and to reveal the truth. Finally, I am aware of the current health crisis, and I am praying for all those affected and our medical frontline personnel. Signed, Cardinal George Pell. Anyway, thanks for listening. Give me your thoughts in the comments below. Please pray for the Church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.